You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Hi there, welcome back to Coaches Connection Podcast, the podcast for coaches to help them build a thriving coaching business. Brought to you by CoachesConnectionAcademy.com. This is episode 77 and my name's Anne-Marie Cross and I'm here with my co-host Jennifer Sparkle-Johnson. Are you struggling to get new clients? Maybe you feel undervalued and underpaid, but you're concerned if you do raise your fees, you're going to lose your existing clients. Or maybe you're just not sure how to market your business so that you get noticed and hired by your ideal client. If that sounds like you, you are in the right place. So whether you're just starting up your coaching practice or maybe you've been in business a while, this podcast is devoted to helping you take your results to the next level. Jennifer and I are going to teach you the right strategies around money, around marketing, around money mindset and all of that good stuff. So you get noticed, get new clients who pay you what you're worth so you can finally grow a successful, profitable coaching practice. Let's jump in. So welcome to another show. Does the thought of being criticized cripple your confidence? So much so that it stops you from stepping out and sharing your message in a bigger way. One of the things that so often prevents coaches from stepping up and sharing their message with the world is because they're afraid of what people may say. They're afraid of being rejected, maybe even being judged or criticized for the message that they're sharing. Now let's face it, being judged, rejected, criticized, or even spoken about in an unkind and sometimes in a cruel way, that's not nice at all. And it's something that Jennifer and I hope that you never have to experience. However, if your fear and apprehension is keeping you from sharing your message in a bigger way, this means that people that you support, the people who are struggling and need to hear your message of hope and inspiration, they won't because you're not sharing your message. So on today's show, Jennifer and I want to share six things to help you boost your confidence, especially if your fear of being criticized is crippling your confidence and stopping you from sharing your message with the world. And of course, that's coming up in our Words of Wisdom segment. But before we dive in, Jennifer has got an exciting announcement for you. Absolutely. We are so excited about our podcasting profit secrets, teaching you how to rise to stardom, right? What we're going to do is we actually are going to show you every step that you need to get your podcast recorded and published in iTunes in just four weeks. Then we're going to spend another two weeks showing you how you can have and use your podcast to grow your business, as well as how you can even gain more publicity and exposure for your podcast. So first, we're going to teach you how to get all those steps in place to have a podcast. Then we're going to teach you how to have your podcast work for you in the right way. And because we love to spoil our community, and we also believe that doing things together is a great way to accomplish things hand in hand, right, Ray Marie? Mm -hmm. So because of that, we also decided that we wanted to add a bring a friend option. And we have done that. And the bring a friend option is simply bring a friend for $97. Wow. What's the link that they can go check this out, Jennifer? Check us out at www.coachesconnectionacademy.com forward slash 
rise to stardom. Mm. To get you even more excited, let me just briefly run through how we're going to support you. Week one, branding, positioning, how are you unique from all of the other coaches who are also getting their podcasts out there on iTunes. Jennifer and I are going to hold your hand because we know this is something that you will often struggle with. So we want you and your podcast to shine brilliantly and we'll do that by helping you understand your signature voice, your signature brand your signature style and signature persona very important week two how to structure your podcast there's different structures different uh, ways that you can share your brilliance and so we'll hold your hand through that week three what do you need to do as far as to record to mix and edit we'll show you all of those technologies week four we will show you how to get your podcast on itunes and then week five and week six what jennifer was talking this is really important you can have great content out there but if no one is is hearing you then your ideal client is just not going to understand that you have a solution to their struggle so week five we're going to help you create what we call your podcast profit pipeline very important as a coach to to really see and leverage how your podcast is going to help you as a key marketing tool in your business. We're going to map that out with you as well as momentum building marketing, which includes solid visibility strategies, because we know that marketing is one thing that many incredible coaches with an incredible message continue to struggle with. So we want to help you be continuously recognized as the expert and star of your own podcast while you attract a growing loyal audience of raving fans and potential customers. Customers. And again, that link, coachesconnectionacademy.com forward slash rise to star and check out that uh, very special uh, bonus of bring a friend for $97. And here's today's tip of the week. So we've got a question that was sent in by Cindy and we selected this one because we know that so many coaches continue to struggle with this. So we wanted to, to dedicate some time to this question and her question was my biggest question about growing a successful coaching practice is how do I create and price, that pricing question, uh, different packages that sell. So Jennifer, we've got so much to share with, with Cindy and of course if you're struggling with how to price and, and create your packages as well. What a great question and actually we get this question asked all the time. While we're going to give you some ideas about different packages that sell, one of the most important things we want you to consider is an area that many coaches never even think about, which is why they continue to struggle with not only creating packages and programs, but also selling them. We want you to think about this, and, and as we always say, be truthful with yourself because you know yourself best, right? What is your self-belief around what you can charge? I'm going to say it again because it's so important. What is your self-belief around what you can charge? Why do we ask that question? Well, it's really simple because your self-value about your self-worth is actually going to determine what you can charge and whether or not you will actually be able to sell that package. We kind of like to, to, when we joke around, when Amir and I are joking around, we talk about, you know, the hows of it. And what we really mean is... If you see, kind of think about it like this, your self-worth determines how you speak about your package, how you position your package, how you connect with your prospective client as you speak to them and about the needs that you can help them with, how you state your fee, and of course, how you handle any objections or concerns that your prospective client has so they can take 
and make a decision as to whether or not to hire you right now. So Cindy, we want to remind you something specifically. Think about this, remind yourself about the value that you offer your client. Again, the value that you offer your client and how you can support them in overcoming their struggles. And think about this, what's it gonna be worth to your ideal client to finally be able to achieve their dreams? And also more importantly, What's it going to cost them both physically, emotionally, spiritually, and financially if they continue to struggle in their current situation? You know, mindset and the belief that we have around our self-value, that's just so important. It's critical, isn't it, Jennifer? Because Cindy, if you were to state a range of prices, if we were to state a range of prices, as well as a few packages for you, you may say, fantastic, and get into action, create and sell your package. Or maybe, just maybe, Cindy, you may say, what? There's just no way that I can charge that. People aren't going to pay that. Or you may find yourself somewhere in between those opposite ends of the scale. So that's why I think mindset is so very important uh, and, and something that Jennifer and I always, always, always uh, integrate in our packages and programs with our clients because we can show you the steps, but if your mindset's not going to support you in stepping up, uh, and in this case, creating these packages and pricing them and stating your fees with confidence, it's going to be hard to, to uh, create that successful business and coaching practice that you dream about. So let's dive into some ideas for some of these packages. And we encourage our clients and of course, all of the members of the Coaches Connection Academy to create as well. So this is something that we share with all of our clients and community. Now, firstly, you may consider a VIP day. We love VIP days and they can go anywhere from four to six hours. And this is where you work closely with your client on a specific outcome. And you're there working alongside them for that time. Now, let's give you an example. If you are in a health coach and you are thinking of a VIP day, your day may involve you going through a client's fridge and maybe pantry as well to eliminate all of the foods that they really should not be eating. You could also help your client plan out their weekly grocery items because you know this is something that they struggle with. You may also help uh, educate them around must have staples in their diet included in every shop. You may also share some recipes that are easy for your ideal client to prepare and have in the fridge ready to go. And you might even decide as part of your VIP day that you can go out shopping with them as an idea as well because you know that completely changing his or her whole approach to even shopping, where to go, what food aisles are the good ones and which food aisles are the ones don't go down because temptation may be too great. So that could be an idea for a, a VIP day. So what's that big question? How much should a VIP day be priced at? We know we recommend that our clients start from $997. Yes, $997 and work your way up from there. Now, once you've had uh, a couple of clients that have gone through the, the, the VIP day, and you've tweaked your program to exactly how you want it, you could then increase your fee to $1,497, then $1,997 and onwards. It really is up to you. Now, the big question is, will clients pay you? Absolutely. But this confirms the importance of how you position your program, exactly what Jennifer was talking about, how you showcase the value and the results that your RDL client 
is going to achieve through hiring you. Woo, that was good, right? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And I'm wondering, um, as people are sitting out there hearing this, when you first said $997, I'm just curious how many uh, went, what? Yeah. Oh my goodness, right? (laughs) So so feel free to share with us. We do want to hear from you. Having said that, okay, let's talk about this health coach, right? Health coach also could consider having what we call a VIP half day right? Where you're going to spend about two or three hours with someone. And naturally, you're going to have to select what you're going to include to best support the client at that moment and get them into action because it's all about quick action results, right? VIP days are are really about helping them get some quick results. And again, you can work right alongside them and work on some specific uh, selected activities and um, exercises you know, the same kind of ones that you would normally have in your regular VIP day, you're just going to select a few that are going to fit in that time frame that you have together. And again, how much would you charge? Well, most likely probably about half the value of your full VIP day. Now, Cindy, these are just a few suggestions to help get you started. One thing I do want to point out, notice that we haven't told you to create a home study program or products at this stage why because we want you to get into action and you're going to get more income promoting your vip programs and we want you also to have that big impact and income in your business right away just like you helping some of the vip day to get quick action and quick results we want you to experience the same thing providing a VIP day. You know, it's actually probably going to take you just as much time, effort, and energy to sell one home study program, which could maybe be priced around $147 or even $247 than it is for you to promote a VIP day for $997. See what we're talking about here? And here's the best part. The client is going to get so much more value out of working with you privately as you are right beside them, walking them through what they need help with right away. Whereas a home study course, well, quite simply, they're on their own. That's such a great point, Jennifer. And so, you know, what are you generating as far as a lot of the time and effort that you put into it? Now, one thing, Sandy, because you will have templates and worksheets that you've created, which you're going to be using as part of your VIP or or VIP half day, it's not going to require a lot of effort for you to then go ahead and create some audio recordings, combine that with the worksheets and templates that you've already created for your VIP experiences, and there you have it. There you have a really great basis for the home study program down the track. Ta-da! Don't you love that? (laughs) I just love that. So while you're creating your information for your VIP day, you're also in hand in hand creating for future for a home study course. That is just so awesome. Hopefully, Cindy, that gives you some ideas and we really, really hope that helps. Mm, Absolutely. Now, if you have a question similar to Cindy's or another big question that you're just struggling to answer or there's something you're struggling in your coaching business, then pop across to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP Connect. Leave your details and uh, we look forward to answering it in an upcoming show. Today's words of wisdom to help you take your coaching practice to the next level. Yeah, you know, here's something that we really, really want you guys to think about, and it's all about being criticized. Being criticized can actually be, it can be gut-wrenching. It's, it can be a horrible experience. And sometimes the reality is everything just isn't bliss. 
especially if you put your heart and soul into creating something that is now out, out in the world and being negatively spoken about by people that don't even know you or worse by those that you do know. It actually, I mean, literally can feel like a kick in the gut. And if we sound kind of serious, it's because we are. So many coaches experience this and and it really is a mindset opportunity for you to not only take care of yourself, which is going to help you take care of your clients, but it's also going to help you realize that what you're doing, you're actually on the right track. And in Marie, actually, you have something that you want to share, don't you? Mm, you know, years ago, a person in my networking circles she told me that my positive messages, my articles, and, and even my overall positive demeanor made her feel ill. Now, she didn't use those words. She she used words that were slightly harsher than that. However, I really don't oh. want to share profanities on our podcast. Now, she did have a reputation for being herself critical, being negative. And of course, her comments hurt and made me reconsider whether or not to continue to share my inspirational posts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> think about that right what about you has someone said something to you about you and it it really just stopped you in your tracks have you found yourself to be at the end of someone's critical and oftentimes cruel tongue or even received feedback that made you doubt yourself or shake up your confidence amory has i have we both have and most people have but rather than letting them get to us, we've begun to appreciate the following six things, six things we want to share with you, which have helped us keep focused with a level of confidence that has actually enabled us to continue to share our message. Because that's what this is about. This is about you being you and you having full permission to be you just as you are. Mm, absolutely. So the, the first point we want to share is getting clear on what you stand for. And I know personally that it wasn't until I got totally clear on my core values, what I stood for, my brand voice, my brand promise and overall tone in, of my message that I wanted to portray in all of my marketing and my messages that I was able to step powerfully and confidently behind everything that I shared. You know, I can sum up my signature brand in just one word and that word is in inspire and it underpins everything it underpins my brand what I stand for and so I would defend this to the end of the world no matter what anyone says so if they're a critic or a supporter if they're a friend or a foe if what I have shared is on brand with my core message which is to inspire then I know that I have done my job and people can say what they want so we want to ask you the question, how about you? Are you so clear on your core values, what you stand for, your brand voice, your promise, your tone and your message? Can you sum up your signature brand in just one word? And are you sharing a consistent message that aligns, that is aligned with that one word and defines who you are and what you stand for? Because here's the thing, when you do, you're going to possess an unshakable level of of confidence. And if I think back to my colleagues' comments, well, you know what? When I stood powerfully into 
who I was, my core values, and my, that one word of inspire, it didn't really worry me. And it doesn't concern me in the slightest because I know my mission is to inspire hope, possibility, and greatness in others. And that's what I continue to do. Her words had nothing to do with me at all, but just a reflection of where she was, what she was experiencing in her own life. And who knows, perhaps eventually she'll find some of the words that I'm sharing in the posts. Maybe she'll find some inspiration in those as well. And until then, I'm going to continue to share them because that is what I stand for. Yeah. So number one, get clear on what you stand for. Number two, appreciate differences of opinion. Okay, what we mean by that is think about it, you can actually speak to 10 different people about a specific topic, and you'll most likely receive 10 different opinions. And that's okay. Once we were able to realize that individually, you know, in our own circumstances, and as we have talked about it together, you know, once this was a, a good reality and got really clear for us, it was very easy to see that, I'll just use me for an example, I was happy to have people add their thoughts to the conversation. The debate could be negative or not towards me, yet it's actually, when I thought about it, for me personally, it was an expansion of the topic. And there's always two sides to every coin, right? There have even been specific occasions where the discussion has become more quite passionate and not so pleasant, we'll just <laughs> use that word, and that's where we simply agree to disagree. A healthy debate and someone's opinions don't have to be seen as personal criticism towards you specifically. When you don't agree with them, it's not necessarily against you, so please hear that it's not against you. You get to learn to appreciate different opinions. Whether you take them as negative criticism towards you or not, that's actually up to you. You don't need to own someone else's viewpoint because why? It's their viewpoint. Such a great point. Appreciate the differences of opinions. So the third is setting the tone and the boundaries. So you do set the tone and the boundaries for what is acceptable and what is not in your world. So while I'm happy and Jennifer's happy for people to share their thoughts and their beliefs, it really should be done in a positive and non-threatening manner. So if, for example, the tone that other, you know, another person is, is speaking, is communicating, if that becomes derogatory, or offensive, particularly on a space where Jennifer and I, like our blog or on, on our Facebook page or any other area in our community, well, you know what, it's going to get deleted because we're not going to participate in a conversation where someone else is not willing to have a healthy, open debate. You know, so if it is on our territory, so our blog, our website or, or online community or even within our, you know, face to face community, if it, it becomes, you know, offensive, well, we're going to very quickly and uh, remove them. And you've got the choice to be able to do that, too. So let's ask you this question. Would you let someone come into your home and speak to you in this manner? Of course not. So set the tone, set the boundaries of what is acceptable and what is not. And of course, stick to your boundaries. That's very important. Mm, great point. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about number four. Oh my goodness. Number four is learn to ignore the negative Nellies, right? I, I love this threes. I wrote down um, something the other day and it's, it's others' opinions, thoughts, and attitudes are not my business. 
They just aren't. They're not yet. Unfortunately, there are some people who are so caught up in their own stuff that the only way to make themselves feel better is to criticize or bullies other people. That's just how they operate. It just is, right? But again, how they act is not my business. So I choose not to um, soak in that negative energy. And this is so cool, Amory. I'm just so excited about this because you actually wrote an article, Victim of the Tall Poppy Syndrome, What to Do When Things Get Nasty. Mm. Now, this was such a great article. And this is where she speaks about the tall poppy syndrome, which I'm going to share with you what in, in, uh, Wikipedia describes it as. And that's a social phenomenon in which people of genuine merit are resented, attacked, cut down, or criticized because their talents or achievements elevate them above or distinguish them from their peers. Oh, mm. man, right? Think about it, how someone has criticized you before, because most of us have experienced in one way, shape or form, right? So when that happens, you know, think about it. Has someone criticized you about your work, about your clothes, about the car you drive, or really X, Y, Z, you fill in the blank, right? Think about that and how you handled it or responded to it. We want you to remember that you know that they have absolutely no basis for their comments because because think about it, all the other comments that you're receiving in the world from, from your ideal client, from your community, from your peers and your loved ones, those are the positive ones. Those are the ones that you really get to soak in and anchor for yourself and be thankful for. The others ignore those negative nellies. Yeah, I just, oh my gosh. Now, something else that I really want to point out and please really hear what I'm about to share with you. In Anne-Marie's article, she also gave four great tips. Number one, don't stoop to their level. Number two, realize it's not about you because it's just not. Most likely, they're just envious of you. Number three, surround yourself with positive people. I know you've heard Anne-Marie and I say before, think about the five people that you surround yourself with and then think about how do they up-level you? How do they make you feel, right? And then number four, seriously, like I just said it a second ago, ignore those negative Nellies. Ignore them, ignore them, ignore them. Move on because you know what? They're just not worth responding to. Like Emery just said a few moments ago when she was talking about those boundaries and setting the tone. They're not, they're not worth responding to because when you respond to them, it simply keeps it going, right? So don't respond to them. And honestly, the best thing to do, remember this tip. Don't worry about that or about them talking about you. It Just don't worry about it. Mm. Just don't worry about it. Such a great reminder not to worry about it. Move on. All mm -hmm. right. Number five, realize that not all criticism is negative. And here is, you know, being transparent, I'm the first to admit that I can take criticism to heart if I let myself. So you know what? I choose not to let myself. However, it's important to realize that not all criticism is negative. So I wonder, has someone just said something about you that could help you take what you're doing to the next level? You know, if you took a step back and looked at their comment as if it was coming from someone who had your best interest at heart, I wonder, 
how could you learn and grow from their remarks? Now, I remember years ago when I co-hosted my very first internet radio show, and that was Career Success Radio, my co-host and I, we received some very negative feedback about one of our earlier shows. And the listener felt that we didn't give the guest enough time to answer her questions before jumping in and adding our comments. And the interview didn't go as long uh, enough with our guests and a few other points as well. Now, initially, that listener's comments, they felt harsh. And, you know, as we were quite new to interviewing and our roles as radio hosts and interviewers, after reading those comments, we really did feel quite deflated. However, after we picked ourselves up, we shook ourselves off and we revisited the listeners' comments and recognized, you know what, we could use this. We can use these comments to help us develop our interviewing skills. And guess what? We did. And we changed the show format. And two years later, our show had been listened to in over 120 countries, had tens of thousands of downloads, and we had a regular listener base who appreciated our work. So remember, sometimes criticism, it can be the basis, a really incredible basis for your transformation, allowing you to step into your next level of greatness if if you're open to it. Mm, That is such a great reminder. Wow. Love that one. Okay, number six, remember the people that you want to serve. So lastly, we want to share with you to remember the people that you want to to serve. Who are they? Those are the people that truly matter. If your message is about making an impact in their lives and you're receiving feedback to back this up through testimonials, through thank yous, positive comments, high fives, all those little things that matter, that's what matters, right? So don't let the negative Nellies stop you from bringing your message out into the world. Don't dim your inner brilliance because there are some people who envy you and the work that you're doing. And remember, the people that you are here to support. Mm. Also, keep all those positive comments, testimonials, and thank yous in a folder, right? I mean, think about it. Keep them in a folder. And the next time that you see a negative comment, well, you're not going to buy into their opinion or drama unless it possibly could support you in some way. But not getting sucked into the drama. You can pull out the folder, all those wonderful kudos and testimonials, read through that positive feedback and remind yourself of all the great things that you're doing in this world and the appreciation from so many people, your ideal clients, your community, your your just everyone that you're touching, right? Read through those, all the ones that have been shared with you. Absolutely. So let's summarize those. Number one, get clear on what you stand for. Two, appreciate the differences of opinion. Number three, set the tone and boundaries and stick to them. Four, learn to ignore those negative nallies. Five, realize that it's not all criticism is negative. Mm. Mm. And number six, remember the people that you want to serve. Today's quote really is just so divine because it it just absolutely sums up everything we've been talking about. And the quote comes from Eleanor Roosevelt. No one can make you feel inferior without your permission. I chose that because if you think about it, this quote is so powerful. Please remember that today's tips and, and Eleanor Roosevelt's quote, everything is because 
you, you matter, you help people, you're out there changing lives and changing the world. And most likely you're gonna experience that tall poppy syndrome too. Remember, it's all up to you and how you handle it. Wow, I love that inspirational quote. So, such a great way to, to end today's show. Now, if this is the very first time you are joining us, then we are honored to have spent the last 30 or so minutes with you. Please subscribe to our iTunes channel, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP iTunes. That means you, Jennifer, and I can spend every week together with some more tips, strategies to help you take your coaching practice to the next level. While you're over there on iTunes, could you help us by rating the show and by leaving a comment you help us get our message out to even more incredible coaches doing great things out there in the world that is our mission that is our purpose thank you for helping us uh, do that till next week have a fantastic week go out there and work with those amazing clients who are waiting for you to support them and making an impact in their lives bye for now jennifer bye bye